the Thinking Project with Rachel. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I love interviewing. Uh, actually, surprisingly, the health and wellness coaches are the only ones I like to bring on. Any Why? other any other coaches? I don't really dig it. Why is that? Uh, well, first of all, you're good. So this isn't anything about you, but like, uh, or like, uh, like life coaches or like, um, do you, sometimes there's like confidence coaches. Oh, there's a coach for everything. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, "Mm, no, you got to have like a business. Like if you have a business and you're a coach, Uh like that's different. Right. right? Or if your business is like coaching and and you're, I I don't know. I've just seen so many like, like coaching has almost turned into like this MLM thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, no, co- I agree. Like I coach coaches on coaching other coaches. I'm like, no, that's not. <laughs> you're like, okay. So you had one experience one yeah. time and right. now you're an expert. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but like, you know, no, like, but health and wellness, because it's easy to mm-hmm. kind of see, like you have a degree, mm-hmm. you've got things under your belt. And so you've got something to say, but like there's other people. So I'm really happy. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of them on and, and health is always a really fun topic especially nowadays yeah because there's so much out there yeah like what do you eat what are you not supposed to eat it's all conflicting information too yeah so we're just gonna get right out of the gate we had some hot takes before this but here's the first one um obviously there there was a big buzz for a little while about keto okay break it down how do you feel about it all right well um i think all nutrition is and should be an individual decision and an individual, um, need. So everybody's body responds to something differently. Uh, I think there are some people who can do absolutely amazing with keto. Yeah. Um, but it is something that's tough to do and you know, carbs are everywhere. Right. (laughs) Um, and so it's unsustainable for a lot of people and I don't like it for that reason. Like I could never cut out carbs for an extended period of time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The joy in my life would be gone. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so it it depends, but I do think like lower carb can be beneficial and there are certain conditions where that's really important. Um, but a lot of people just take keto as okay, no carbs, all the fat. They don't think about what kind of fat they don't think about their, you know, vitamin and mineral intake. All of that just goes out the window. If it says keto on the label, they'll eat it, which I think is problematic. Yeah. 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 That's wild. Mm -hmm. That's what I had a conversation with my friend. I was like, bro, you're not convincing me that bacon is healthier for you than an apple. Uh, Because like apples, not keto, right? The the keto gurus will try to convince you. Come on, come on. I go, stop it. Right. Right. That's crazy. Uh, you said something interesting um, just about uh, like the differences between, I, I guess, kind of like what I what I thought of when you said it was like kind of like intuitive eating, like everybody's mm-hmm. kind of different. Mm-hmm. You got to really figure out what your body needs and what it wants at that time. And then you said something, and this is actually what I want to talk about. You said like the different kinds of fat, because mm-hmm. there's different kinds of fat and there's different kinds of sugar, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Break it down. Yeah. I mean, I think... We really need to be more focused on the quality of our food and the not just the macronutrient content. I think in the wellness world and the health and fitness world, too, people get really caught up in macros. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's really what their focus is on. Um, And it's like, yeah, you can have a protein bar that has, you know, great protein, low carb, whatever this and that. But it has a billion different additives, artificial ingredients, things like that. So is that really healthier than something that has like a lot of carbs? Mm, um, yeah. You know, there's a lot yeah, of debate with that. Debate, um, yeah. So you ask the question, types of fats, types of carbs, things like that. Carbs, I think, are a little bit more simple. So there's simple and complex carbs. Mm-hmm. We're going to just break it down very simply. Mm-hmm. Um, simple carbs are quickly broken down into sugars. They enter your bloodstream. This is what can be problematic for diabetics. Um, and those in the pre-diabetic range too, it spikes your blood sugar levels. Uh, so those are things like white rice, white potatoes, bread, pasta, those types of things. Your body just is really easily able to break it down into energy, which can be useful. That's why a lot of athletes will quote unquote carb load. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's complex carbs, which have higher fiber content, which makes your, or kind of slows your digestion down and the breakdown of those carbs. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Um, so that I think is a little bit more sustainable energy. Um, so with a lot of my clients, I always recommend trying to find some swaps for some more complex carbs, things that have higher fiber, uh, just so it's more sustained energy and you don't get the blood sugar spikes and the energy crashes that come with that. (laughs) Okay. That's Mm -hmm. cool. Um, yeah, we hit kind of like a few topics right at the beginning, because that's kind of what I like to do. Uh, but tell us a little bit about you. You you mentioned earlier before we were recording from Georgia, you went mm-hmm. to college for this stuff. What made you want to get into like the health and wellness space? Yeah, so I in school, I studied psychology, and I was really interested in that. Um, but throughout my college years, I dealt with my own health issues, a lot of hormone imbalances Mm. and, uh, doctors just really were not super helpful. They were just like, Oh, take birth control. It'll fix your menstrual cycle. It'll fix your hormones. That newsflash, that's Mm -hmm. not true. Um, but they were just not really helpful and didn't take my symptoms seriously. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm on my own. So I just dove into researching as much as I could to help myself. So it really started out as a very selfish pursuit. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I studied through the Institute for integrative nutrition, um, to get my health coaching certification, really not, I really didn't expect it to be my job or my career. Again, it was really just more personal exploration, I think. Uh, but I was able to pretty much heal all of my symptoms, get my hormones back into balance. And it just was amazing to me with all the information that I gathered, what I was able to do with it. And then I got really frustrated with the fact that nobody gave me this information about my body, about my health, about nutrition, like we are human beings and we should understand how our bodies work so that we know what to give it when. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was just really frustrated. And so that's kind of what sparked my passion to help get other people information and help them create healthy habits and find more natural or holistic approaches to their health because those are much more sustainable than you know just popping a pill and you know (laughs) hoping it works right well and i like what you said there about like just natural and holistic ways because Mm -hmm. i the way that i call it like whenever i'm talking about mental health or like physical health Mm -hmm. i i just i like the term like don't take it off the menu like i'm a menu guy right so like there's definitely western medicine that helps a ton and we shouldn't take it off the menu. But you you would also be pretty naive to say that, like, changing what you put in your body won't have an effect on how it functions. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, yeah, why wouldn't you figure out how to eat better, mm-hmm. how to like, you know, what you put in your body matters. And uh, and so because I've just seen so many arguments about this where <clears throat> maybe not arguments, but like both sides of the fence, like you have people who are like just go to the doctor every time. Like, yeah, that person's crazy. And then you have these guys who are like. Western medicine is trying to actively kill you. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, no, like, how about we just like Let's try in the it, middle? You know? Well, well, so my wife was having like, hor- like thyroid stuff, hormone stuff. And uh, I remember actually interviewing somebody on my podcast and they were like, you should, you know, tell your wife to go see, talk to this person. And I was like, so I called the lady and she was like, it was like three months and it was like maybe like a thousand bucks for three mm-hmm. months or something like that. I don't know, something cheap. But I, and then I just remember thinking in my head, like, well, if it doesn't work, work, I lost a thousand bucks. And if it doesn't work, uh, I didn't lose anything, right? Like we might have to eat something different for a little bit and that's it. But it really right. helped her. Like it really yeah. helped. Like we still use all that stuff today. And she, and then she kind of combines it with, with the medicine that we, you know, she takes and then eating good. And we can definitely t- tell a difference. Yeah, I think I kind of was all over the place, um, you know, with my journey, you know, I was taught and I guess raised, go to the doctor when you're sick, right? And listen to the doctors, everything like that. Um, And then when they weren't helping me, I got really angry about it. (laughs) So I was like, never going to the doctor ever again. (laughs) Um, Natural and holistic everything, right? Um, And then I kind of transitioned to finding that balance and finding functional medicine. So I'm a functional medicine-based health coach, and a lot of people don't really know what functional medicine is. It's kind of a buzzword. We maybe say it and Mm -hmm. you hear about it, but a lot of times people don't explain what it means. Um, And so just to sum it up, functional medicine is an alternative approach to healthcare where we're looking at the body as a whole 
to get to the root cause of symptoms. Uh, And we do that through lab testing often. Um, And so that was a crucial piece that I was missing in my journey too, is that once I swore off doctors, I wasn't getting my labs tested, really looking at, okay, where do I need to make some adjustments? Mm. Uh, And so that's what I think is really powerful is able to, you know, take that testing, find the actual problems. So then you can find the right solutions Mm -hmm. because a lot of the holistic and, you know, more natural health industry, the world, um, you're taking guesses a lot of the time of just like, let's try these herbs and, and things and see if, see if it works. Right. Um, so I think functional medicine really, uh, kind of brings the two together. Yeah. Because, and this is something that a lot of people maybe overlook a little bit. And that is like, if you change something somewhere, it has, it does have an effect on three or four other places. So you do have to balance it. I mean, and that's where people kind of get frustrated with doctors. That's why you have to mm-hmm. take like five pills. You got like this pill that counteracts this pill. Hopefully it'll do the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, when you, I mean, your body is super complex. It changes when you, when you alter it. A yeah. Bit. All of our organs communicate, all of our cells communicate. And I think that's one of the issues with more Western medicine or traditional doctors is that we have specialists and they are incredibly intelligent and, you know, amazing in a lot of situations, but a lot of those specialists don't talk to each other. They're not really looking at, okay, you know, let's say a kidney specialist isn't really looking at all the other factors that could be impacting the kidney. They're just looking at the kidney. Mm -hmm. Now that's a generalized statement, but I think that kind of sums up that, we have to look at yeah. all of the areas to make sure everything's in balance because like you said, yeah. one imbalance causes another somewhere else. Yeah. Well, and it's, and to your point there, I mean, I appreciate that you mentioned it was a generalization, but that's why you go like, you have your heart specialist, you have your mm-hmm. dietary, whatever you go to like five different people to try to solve, you know, the problems that are, you know, if somebody was looking at it as a whole, right. might, might be able to do better. And I'm sure there's stuff out there, but I was super disingenuated with doctors just here in, our home state of Utah mm-hmm. for a while. Cause I was like, this is just crazy. Like very reactive approaches to things. Mm, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I don't know. I, and I've heard that experience from a couple other people, but I have a doctor now who's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was like a lot of just reactive stuff. Like, well, let's just see if it, you know, when it breaks, we'll fix it. And it's like, right. well, maybe <laughs> can we not let it break though? <laughs> yeah. And I know a part of the conversation yeah. now um, is preventative medicine, right? Yeah, we really yeah, yeah, want to yeah. prevent things. Uh, and I think that's awesome. And I, I think more and more people are starting to realize that that's, that's important. We've got to really prevent these diseases because we might have some treatments and things like that, but you're probably still not going to be as good off as you would be if you didn't have the disease. Yeah. My doctor actually said that we were joking about it before I came, before we jumped on, Mm -hmm. but he, yeah, he prescribed me a bike or whatever. And he, he was like, and, and then I don't know, he was just talking. I was like, all right, what kind of bike? And he's like full suspension mountain bike. And he's like, <laughs> I go, okay. And he goes, and by the end, $6,000 isn't too much for a bike. And I go, what the fuck? And he goes, well, think about it. He's like, diabetes medication is $1,800 a month. He's oh, like, yeah. he's like, so for the price of three months of diabetes medicine, you can have a bike and never have diabetes. And I was like, you're a good salesman. Yeah. You can come work for me any day, bro. That's awesome. I, <laughs> but I was I'm like, a fan but I, of that doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, it was cool though. Cause he was just like, look, here's the deal. But he mentioned something, maybe you can uh, touch on it, but he mentioned, I can't remember what it's called. Low intensity cardio or mm-hmm. like, but like essentially like zone two heart rate. Mm-hmm. And he's like staying there for like long periods of time and mm-hmm. not like, cause he mentioned something. So maybe you can talk about this as a whole if you want. But he just mentioned like those short bursts of cardio. Mm-hmm. He's like the the guys who are like, you know, get in shape with 10 minutes. The hit every- workouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's, like, he's like, you can do hit workouts if you're already in shape. Like those might work. Mm-hmm. He's like, but if you're, you know, where I'm at, uh, he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you'd have to do that 10 minutes a day three times a day mm-hmm. for eight days a week. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it like, also is it's, it's a certain level of stress that you're putting on your body too. So yeah, if things yeah, are yeah. not working optimally. That could be adding fuel to the fire. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So he was like, no, like low, low intensity, yeah. long cardio stuff. Oh yeah. I tell, talk to my clients all the time about my favorite exercise in the world is walking. Yeah. 
Yeah, actually, it is the one that you can do anywhere at any time for any duration. Like if you don't have any time in your day to go take a ten minute walk, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, and at that point, it's just prioritizing it, right? Like mm-hmm. you do. Everybody has it. And one of my favorite stories because I, I coached my son's wrestling, and I was like, dude, if I told you that I had a million dollars for you at two thirty in the morning. You'd be here at two thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's just like because you know the value of a million dollars, but mm-hmm. the difference is like you know you have to do this every day and like make those commitments because you know your health is on the line. But yeah, I was talking to a coach. They were like walking mm-hmm. ten thousand steps. He's like, you got like I don't know if that was an arbitrary number, but I don't know. It's a like, great goal to 10, shoot for ten thousand steps. Yeah, mm-hmm. trying to get as close as you can. He's like that changes everything. Mm-hmm. Just getting your body working. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've seen, but like on TikTok and things like that, hot girl uh-huh. walks. No. That started because like <laughs> we need to get you've never heard of hot girl no, walks. No, 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 no. Break it down. What? What happened? It's just it's a walk. I'm on a very I'm on anyone oh. can do it though. Okay. It's not I'm on a very different women. side of TikTok. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> I am on the like Theo Vaughn like side of TikTok. Okay. Two bears, one cave. That's what I'm on. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, different sides of TikTok, but that's okay. So hot girl walks are, it's just, it's a movement, I think, of let's get outside, go walking. We yeah. talk about it for for not only physical health, but mental health. Yeah. Just go and walk, decompress your thoughts. Yeah. Um, my, my wife thinks I'm crazy because like I, I start, so obviously now I do bike rides, uh, <laughs> but we would go on walks uh, and I would go on walks or like running and she loves music when she works out. And I hate it. Like, I, I don't do anything. Like, if I'm going on, like, a five-mile bike ride, no music, nothing. Wow. Yeah. I don't know, because of that, right? Like, it's a mental health. Like, I'm not okay. going to – I'm getting away from all of it. Like, I listen to – I do – I podcast every day. Yeah. I am I listen to music all day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. A lot of – with like, the Hot Girl Walks, it's podcast time. Put in a podcast. Go outside. That's cool. Get some sun. Get some movement. <laughs> it's like three birds with one stone. <laughs> That's so awesome. All right. So what you mentioned, though, like it's kind of becoming a movement. What what changed? I think people are realizing that they feel better when they're moving. Yeah. It, yeah. Exercise is important. A lot of people don't love to do it, but it's really about finding those things that you do enjoy. Well, yeah. And and I don't know what's happening right now, but they're like everything is becoming like take a side. Kind of thing, mm-hmm. because I was just watching this argument the other day. Somebody was like, somebody made a general health claim that was f- nobody would argue with, right? Which is like, try to eat clean and good, and exercise. Like, and that looks different for everybody, right? Like, oh, yeah, right. Like, like Michael Phelps eating good for Michael Phelps is ten thousand calories at breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's right. that's not that's not me, uh-huh. you know. Uh, but but and then he was like getting like attacked for it, like that. You don't know what you're talking about, and I'm like, oh, I was like, what the freak, dude. Yeah, people get really, really emotionally really to, like, yeah. triggered by conversations you, about health. Have you ever had some of that with your clients where you're like, hey, you should like, let's talk about eating healthy and exercising. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Maybe not by the time they get to you, but do you ever have those? Yeah, I think I have more of those conversations with people that don't work with me. That's fair. Right. Because, you know, they're just, it's, yeah. they're not in that place yet where they're willing to you know, listen to anybody else or be coached or take responsibility for their health. Yeah. I think a lot of times when people hire a health coach, they think I'm going to do everything for them, but that's definitely not the case. Well, yeah, you can't, you got to make all the decisions. Right. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think I, I've had a lot of conversations with people where they do get very triggered by some things that I say that are not, they should not be triggering. Right. Uh, It's just that, you know, maybe, obesity is dangerous for your health or sure. you know access fat storage does impact your organs like things that yeah we yeah. can prove to be true um that should have no emotional attachment to them but yeah. i think it is such a sensitive topic now well, um yeah it's just it's people's identity mm-hmm. like i am this person right mm-hmm. and you i feel like a big part of that and this is why i love like Personally, like I love philosophy and religion because one of the things it teaches you is to detach from those kind of things. Like you break away from certain things. Mm-hmm. Like you are not this, you're not this, you know, whatever. Um, and and yeah, 
we don't need to talk about any of that if you don't want to. But that's kind of the one. But like, you know, like I joke, I joke about being fat and like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And like mm-hmm. when I'm in the wrestling room, I'll be like, this is the fat guy side of the room, uh-huh. you know. Uh, and I joke about it, trying to like. One of the reasons I do it is because a lot of like high school kids, like mm-hmm. boys, feel like weird, mm-hmm. you know, in their body. And I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, that's fine, dude. That's why there's white classes. Yeah. You're two. You're two fifteen. You come over here. You hang out with me. We'll be fine. But like. But like some people do, they like get mad at me. You can't say fat. I'm like, stop it. Yeah, I think it is kind of like what you said. It's people develop their identities really solidly and they just like hold on to that. Mm. And I work with a lot of my clients on letting go of some of those things and creating new identities for the people that they really want to be. Mm. A lot of the work yeah. I do is honestly just mindset. You've got to choose to be healthy and to do that, you have to say, I'm a healthy person. Right. So you make choices that are going to align with that. Yeah. Kind of create that, like, whatever identity you want to be with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, and I don't think COVID helped at all. I'll just bring that up. Okay. Well, like, okay, because here's the reason. A lot of it was like, a lot, that's when a lot of this, like, eat healthy, like exercise. And -hmm. and even if you get it, you know, your body can fight it off if it's healthy, right? Kind of thing. And a lot of people were just like, no, that's yeah. at least that's, I don't know, maybe this, because I am on the the comedy side of TikTok uh-huh. that gets a lot of like, for some reason, if you're a comedian, you have to be like right wing or something, Okay, which is, I don't know, which is not true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, certainly not for me. Because uh-huh. like, So anyway, but I just saw a lot of that, like you're telling people to, you know, be healthy and that's not going to fix anything. And you're like, well. I don't know about that, right? Like, yeah, like, oh, we also have science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You're like, how about two things? Can How about they're not mutually exclusive? Like, we, right. should, we should take vaccines and do all that uh-huh. stuff. But also, like, shouldn't we, though, be healthy and tell people not to be? Right. <laughs> like, kind of coming f- full circle. It's all about balance. Let's yeah, be in yeah, the yeah, middle yeah. because, yeah. you know, both can be true at the same time. Yeah, that's what right? I said. That's what I said. I was like, I'm not so, yeah, I, I don't get into all of the political side of it. Mm. But I just said that, like. That was what I got in a lot of, I was like, they're not mutually exclusive. We can do both. How mm-hmm. about you just, how about you do that? Right. Like, oh yeah. I, yeah. As a wild. health coach, I'm teaching and preaching and I try to practice balance too. I am not yeah. one. We were talking about before we were recording Gatorade. Yeah. Oh yeah. If Right. So Gatorade, is it my top choice of electrolytes? No. Yeah. But if I know I need electrolytes and that's in front of me, am I going to drink it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The The best and worst health advice I ever got was if the oven's hot enough, anything burns. Hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it, now, I got that from a national, a collegiate national cross-country champion. Mm, <laughs> it was like, okay. And I think he was joking. Because we walked into his house. <laughs> yeah. We walked into his house, and he was getting ready for a race or whatever. And obviously, this I brought up Michael Phelps, but uh, we got in there, and he I couldn't believe what he was eating. I was like, dude, what are you eating? And he, I guess, and to his credit, he had just run like some stupid amount of uh-huh. miles, like 30 miles or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, and he's, he was just eating anything that he could put in his body. Yeah. And I was like, and then he was like, oh, if the oven's hot enough, anything burns, bro. And I was like, ah, that's great. I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> Stealing it. Yeah. Anyway, it was funny though. That is funny. I've actually met a lot of athletes who struggle after, you know, they come out of athletics or things like that with nutrition because they can't just eat whatever's in front of them anymore because they aren't burning that many calories and their metabolism changes. And a lot of the times, even when athletes are training, they are, we talked about this earlier, like the macro counting and things like that. That's their focus. They're not worried about nutrients and the quality of their food. And that right. catches up sometimes. Oh, totally. It happened to me for sure. I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, because, like, yeah, I was like I was big. And in high school and early college, like I didn't do any like supplemental protein. Like I wasn't a protein shake guy. Mm-hmm. Because and this was always my view of protein uh, was like just eat. <laughs> like I don't know my friends were like you don't need a protein shake I was like bro like first of all I'm Polynesian mm-hmm. I was like bro I, I had like steak and eggs for breakfast yeah morning. I don't need yeah you're like <laughs> my protein, protein shake. is good yeah I was like I don't need a protein shake yeah and then I'm gonna eat like and you're probably my wife was disgusted but I was like I was steak and eggs for breakfast like spam and eggs for breakfast uh-huh. and then we'll have like you know more meat and then dinner was more meat I didn't mm-hmm. I don't think I had a meatless meal until I was like 22 <laughs> and it was like I just you know 
So I was like, just eat. Like, that's how you get your protein. Like, eat, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, some people can do it that way. And that's yeah, that's great. fair. That's fair. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My, my wife can't. She's like, I got to like, because I she was like hitting, trying to hit a protein goal for a weight. You know, mm-hmm. a coach was, she was working with like a weightlifting coach or something. Mm-hmm. She's like, you got to hit all this protein. She's like, I cannot eat this much food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it like, can so be gotta, difficult. I got to get it some other way. And I was like, all right, fine. Yeah, I think you touched on something too of just the difference between you and your wife. Yeah. I think that's important. Your wife shouldn't be eating the same way that you're eating. Her body has way different needs yeah. and then vice versa. I think people forget about that too. They, they, find one person or you know one type of philosophy and they really just like hook on to it and it might not be the best thing for them specifically right uh so one thing that comes to mind for me in like the health and wellness world intermittent fasting dude we're on the same wavelength (laughs) i was just about about to ask you yeah just about to ask you about intermittent fasting because you mentioned before the podcast like Uh under eating so yeah yeah, go ahead go ahead ahead. yeah so a lot of the research done on intermittent fasting and i'm sure there's new research coming out but um the early research was done only on men a lot of research is mostly done on men uh just because in the health world because their hormones are stable you know they have a 24-hour cycle um whereas women in different phases of their cycle and things like that there's a lot of variants so it's hard to control studies and research um so with intermittent fasting it's primarily done on men and there was some great great data that came out of those early studies and so i as a coach i do think for men it's a useful tool i think for women it's uh less beneficial for or for most women, I should say, because mm-hmm. our hormones are changing a lot of the time and we do need a lot more calories at certain times of our cycle and things like that. And women's bodies tend to not respond to fasting as well. Um, I do think that some occasional intentional fasting could be really beneficial, especially to give the digestive system a break and things like that. But going long periods without eating for women, I've just seen really negative effects. It doesn't, it doesn't work a lot. Yeah. It's not great. Um, from a hormone standpoint. So I don't typically recommend that. And the providers I work with typically don't either. Um, so a common thing I hear with a lot of the women that I work with, you know, they, kind of intermittent fast a little bit which means they just kind of starve themselves for part of the day Mm, which is really not the same thing either right right right. (laughs) yeah 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 because i mean um like i do intermittent fasting occasionally i I actually do it like in sprints so Mm. like i'll do like um this week i'm gonna intermittent fast next week i'm not yeah like this week i will or like sometimes i don't know i i also just kind of take a break like sometimes i just don't eat like i've gotten like two three days without eating yeah just like water stuff mm-hmm. um i don't know it kind of helps me it just i don't know it's just I, and i there's no i don't have any kind of routine to it right yeah like, oh, this week i'm gonna do it next week i'm not this week i'm gonna fast for two days next week i'm gonna intermit or whatever right yeah but, um but i definitely can understand that there are like definitely benefits to instead of fasting like eating healthy can yeah there's a lot of different things and you kind of just gotta i don't know yeah work with the coach figure it out yeah. And that's the thing is there's so much information out there. It's really hard to sift through all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it there is an amount of like experimentation that you kind of have to do on yourself. Uh, and I've I've done that on myself a lot. Mm-hmm. I've tried different health trends and all these things. To how, see. how long do you try a trend before you're like before you write it off or you either write it off or you think that it's worth something? Oh, it depends. Depends on how hard it is to stick to. What was the hardest one you did? Um, probably, I mean, I did an elimination diet at one point, which is where you cut out a lot of different things, uh, to determine any like food sensitivities and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and that was really difficult for me because I was already kind of set in like, these are the things that I'm eating. Like my breakfast was kind of the same most mornings. And, um, these are the carbs that I stick to. I don't eat gluten. So I'm like, okay, I do rice, potatoes, like certain grains and things. Um, and so it was really hard to suddenly change up everything that I'm eating and it was hard. 
but it was the best experience because that's now what most of my clients are doing. We, if the providers that I work with recommend like an elimination diet, I guide them through that and help them. And it always brings me back to that experience that I had. I'm like, okay, what did I struggle with? And, you know, what were the hard parts for me and how can I make this easier and those types of things. So the elimination diet where I had to get rid of most <laughs> carbs, most, most the, grains, that was hard. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I don't know. There's a lot of debate you because you mentioned this and then just now and, and stuff about uh, like what foods are good for you, what foods are not good for mm-hmm. you. Right. And there's always the debate of rice for me, like white rice versus brown rice. <laughs> Is brown rice good for you? Because I've heard it both ways. I've heard it's not good. What for have you. you heard? I've heard it's not good for you because of like some of the, like the shell or whatever. Okay. And also I'll just make this one point. Asians have been taking the shell off brine rice for thousands of years, uh-huh. right? That, that side of the world has been eating white rice forever. Mm-hmm. And there's some of the most, I mean, I don't know. I've never been to Asia, mm-hmm. but from what I've seen is like a pretty, pretty healthy part of the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same with like India. Right. Right. Like the original vegetarians. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Don't eat brown rice and have them forever. Yeah. So I don't know. It's that that's the only time when I hear somebody say like white rice is terrible for you. I'm like, eh. now listen. Well, they're, it's not terrible for you, but like we like were talking whatever, about yeah. earlier, simple versus complex carbs. Brown yeah, rice yeah, has yeah. more fiber. That's white fair. rice is really quickly broken down. So if you're <laughs> yeah. having it in a balanced meal, sure, then I, I don't see. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. That that might that. be the thing, right? Yeah. Is it's like, really just how how you're eating it. But that's getting really nitty gritty. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe you got to figure out how to eat. I don't know. I just, I ate rice growing up. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. One of my chores in my house was making a pot of rice. Like, <laughs> I hate just making had, rice. Just had, how do you make it? Thank God with it. An instant pot. Oh, why well, we have a rice cooker. Or a rice cooker. Yeah. Same well, you just. I, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. How do you make rice though? Do you know the secret to making rice? No. We're going to. Do you know the the finger trick? No. Dude, if I had a TV, I would show you Joe Coy's thing right now, but I'll tell you how to make Is rice. it like the amount of water or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll tell you how to make rice. You don't need any measuring cups okay. to do rice if you have a rice pot or a pot, right? Uh-huh. So you can put however much rice in there. You just uh-huh. – I, I would – my mom had like an old can mm-hmm. that would cut you if you messed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just dump the rice into the pot as mm-hmm. much as you want and then fill it up with water. Mm-hmm. And when you touch the top of the – rice the water comes to that first line that's the perfect amount of water you don't need anymore you just so you just pour the rice in pour the water in hit do the finger trick close mm-hmm. it turn it on that's how you do it you're gonna have to try that <laughs> yeah everybody's like one cup for two yeah, or like measure it no 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 you don't need to measure it. rice is actually the easiest thing to make all you need is a pot water and rice and that line and as joe Coy would say that line right there Okay. The more you know, I guess. Yeah, that's just how you. I don't know. I actually didn't know that you measured right. I like when I was when I, when I married my wife. Mm-hmm. She like started like, "Where's my measuring cup?" And I'm like, "What do you? Do? I asked you to make rice. Like I, you know, we're making rice. Like you don't need a measuring yeah. cup." She's like, "No, it's just, here's the recipe." Here. And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." And so she, she's eyeballing. And then she's like, "She goes, she goes. If this, if you mess this up, I'm gonna be pissed." And it obviously came out perfect because that's how you do it. <laughs> So you make rice. So yeah, it's wild. But but yeah, I mean, I guess I guess if you're looking at the fiber, I guess brown rice, yeah, does have more fiber. But it tastes so gross. I mean <laughs> that's the it, other thing. Does it eating healthy has to be a little has to be kind of like fun, right? You gotta like make yeah. it, you gotta like make it sexy a little bit. Well, the that thing, was my whole problem with Yeah, eating. the thing is is you don't need to make it boring. Yeah, okay, that's fair. You just there's a learning curve though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you're used to making all these different foods that, you know, have not healthy ingredients, you've just got to find ways to make those same things that you like in a healthy way. All right. Because so many people, that's why a lot of people will go and do, you know, the chicken, rice and broccoli, right? And they just get so (laughs) bored with that that they go then and binge and grab fast food or, you know, eat a whole pint of ice cream. And it's like... (laughs) No, that's not sustainable because you're really not interested in your food. You're not enjoying (laughs) it. And I think food should be pleasurable. Yeah, it should be a good experience. Yeah. You shouldn't hate having to eat. Because I knew a guy who just was, it was strictly business when he ate. He Mm. didn't care. He didn't care what it was. 
He wanted it. You know, he made healthy meals. And, and I tried it one time. I was like, bro, this is gross. I, I was like, I don't, I was like, what are you doing? And he, and it was like, that's what he said. He's like, food is business. He's like, it's only there. To, I'm like, we can't be friends, dog. I mean, <laughs> like if you're not going to Mobetta's and ordering a cola with me, <laughs> I don't know if we can do this, dude. Like, <laughs> like we talked about, can't we meet in the middle? Sure. Can sure, sure, be, sure. You know, yeah. Healthy, what are you, but also taste good. Yeah. And like, look good. Like and look some good. of the stuff is like, oh gosh. Yeah. What is, what are some of your tips that you give? When you're when you're starting to eat healthy, what are some tips that you give to like make it a good experience? Yeah, um, I would say find your staples first. Find the things that you like to eat that are healthy. You know, really experiment with a few different things to see. Oh, this is a meal that I like and I don't really get sick of. Because then once you have that, you can fall back on that anytime you can't find anything else you want to eat. Yeah, like rotate through some mm-hmm. of the, some of like basic ones that you mm-hmm. know. You- some of the go-to recipes. Yeah. What, what, what are some of like, uh, just example recipes that you like to go to? Um, oh, they change depending on the season. That's honestly, um, like chicken? lately I've been, it's like summer now. So I've been doing a lot of different salads and you can get creative with salads. That's it doesn't fair. Have to yeah, be yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's and, salads you know, aren't easy. Protein. Yep. I add some interesting things. Sometimes I'll eat like extra carbs or something on the side too. Mm-hmm. I think it's, a lot of women that I talk to, you know, they'll just eat a salad, which is like, you know, a hundred calories. And it's like, that's not, that's not enough nutrients. Yeah. You need like <laughs> substance. Man. Yeah. You need yeah. Substance. So like really bulking up a salad is what I've been doing lately. Oh, that's cool. Um, What's your, what's your favorite proteins to eat ooh. when you're healthy? Cause I, my favorite's red meat, but obviously that's the wrong answer. Why is it wrong? Well, is it though? Cause that's what I've heard. Like I love steak specifically medium rare okay well maybe steak every day sure is... yeah that's not good yeah but what's wrong with steak yeah you just yeah i, I usually we usually don't need to do any like roost crisp we brought that up yeah good steak dude you don't need any yeah extra with that they cook it they cook it in butter though dude yeah that's lots, good, lots of butter for sure that's good though <laughs> don't knock. hey i had an experience where this guy we had which is, this is wild to me. Did you know that raw milk is illegal? Yeah. Um, Do you, you watch Shit's Creek? Do you remember that? Yeah. Have you, do you remember yeah. that episode? Yeah. I tried to smuggle raw milk. Yeah. That was actually my favorite episode. All right, I go. am interested in the fact that it is illegal because you still can get it a lot of places. Well, you can get it a lot of places. <laughs> and I met a guy who was like, he switched from, and I, I wish I did this with my daughter too, mm-hmm. but like, raw organic whole milk or like raw organic milk is not the same as what you get in the store. And no. I found that out the hard way with my daughter. So like at one years old, I'll tell you the story at one years old. Um, they were like, you can give your daughter whole milk, right? You can give your baby whole milk. So we were like, this is our first kid. We we're like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. We'll do milk. Cause it's affordable, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she started like, I, I don't want to be like insensitive about this, but this is actually what happened. She started growing like breasts. Hmm. Like they started like, like a normal one-year-old doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like you're not yeah. protruding or whatever. Right. Right. And I was like, dude, the only thing that's changed was like, we put her on this old milk. And I, as soon as I took her off, like it was almost a week later, everything had gone back to normal. She was on like normal yeah. breast milk, normal, like whatever. And, uh, everything was gone. And I was like, and I didn't buy whole, I'd never, I didn't buy store-bought milk or like cow's milk. I didn't buy cow's milk for like. My daughter's seven now, so like probably we started buying it again for some recipes, but like now we only do organic. Like yeah, I didn't buy it for like oh six goodness. and a half years. Yeah, you I didn't know, give anybody. my brain goes with that story is that there could have been hormones in the milk in that milk, yeah. which is common because yeah. we're you know with the way farming is now, they are pumping them with antibiotics and hormones and all these things, and. Yeah. It just see it just ends up in the milk, which so we, we then consume. Yeah. So when we switched, so then I switched to because you can't give your baby almond milk. Right. Right. So we switched <laughs> to raw organic, whole cow's milk, mm-hmm. like from like not from the store, but like raw organic milk. Mm-hmm. And dude, completely changed. Everything yeah. was so different. Yeah. A lot of people who are sensitive to milk and dairy products are totally fine with raw milk. And that's because it's not pasteurized. Yeah. And like just the pasteurization kills the enzymes that yeah. your body needs to break it down. Yeah. I saw a guy, he was like, I lost, like I lost weight 
getting the right fats into my diet, like yeah. the good fats into my diet. I was like, oh my gosh. Cause then, cause then, you know, there were two things. I don't know how old you are, but I'm 29. There were two things. How old are you? I'm 25. 25. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So there were two things when we were growing up that were totally terrible for society. That was the dare program mm-hmm. and the food pyramid. Mm. That was the, the <laughs> catastrophic failures yeah. on everybody's yeah. part. I, I part thought part. about that a few months ago. That like the I was food like pyramid the dare was, program. Yeah. Wow. That dare did not work at all. It was horrible. <laughs> it was like, scare people out yeah like war on drugs scare people and you didn't didn't do anything yeah it like made the problem worse i can't even remember what does dare even stand for i don't know they did such a poor job it was (laughs) yeah it was awful it was and it didn't do any like it didn't it was just like it's like the scared straight stuff like that doesn't like you don't need i mean i don't know if they've done any studies i if they have i haven't read any but like common sense tells me and my gut tells me mm-hmm. it doesn't work like in my right. experience as a parent tells me it doesn't work oh yeah but dare drug abuse resistance education that's stupid as shit. yeah i feel like i've never heard that in my good, life good gandhi <laughs> did you go through it did you have any of the dare programs did you ever go through those uh, yeah i did okay. but apparently i learned nothing well no yeah you did <laughs> you just like they're like weed is a gateway drug I did learn about the food pyramid, though. The food pyramid. I remember there was bread at the bottom. Yeah, it was was like like, foundational. I'm going to eat lots of bread. It was like, (laughs) get, and it was, remember, it was like, that's when the 2,000 calorie a day diet came Uh out. And it was like, this is so much carbs is going to be. And then at the top was something crazy. What was at the top? Um, It was like sugar. Was it like that was the least you should eat or whatever? Yeah. What got meat was like meat was like I think the second to the bottom or something yeah. like that. I can't remember. I don't know. But and yeah. then they added I, dairy in there. And I think dairy is still in the the my plate. I think that's what they're doing now. Ah, uh, it's all horseshit now. Too. I know. Well it just Which doesn't like yeah, it doesn't I don't know what you're saying. Because then I saw the food pyramid. I just saw this the other day on TikTok, by the way. Um <laughs> but because then they showed you the food pyramid and then do you remember what school lunches were? It's like that. Oh my bon- gosh! That bomb yeah. sausage pizza from the lunch lady, dude. Slip me an extra piece, dog, please. <laughs> that wasn't on the food pyramid. Get the hell out of here, dude. Wow, we really were all eating the same thing. Yeah, hundred percent. One hundred percent. Did you remember that? You remember the pizza? Yeah. Like the pan pizza or whatever. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> well, in, in our defense, you, I don't know where you grew up in Georgia. You said outside somewhere, but mm-hmm. I grew up in a really poor town in Iowa, dude. Okay. We did like. And like 70% of the kids were on food stamps, like 70 to 90% mm-hmm. on, were on like free reduced lunches. So like, yeah, we just ate whatever they had there. And yeah, clearly. Yeah. Was wild. It's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Teaching us one thing. Yeah, and I don't, know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of progress that needs to happen with they still, the food they still make school. them i remember actually going to my daughter's they had a daddy daughter day or whatever my mm-hmm. daughter's school and they had that pizza brought me back dude they, had a, they still but <laughs> they, they still, still make do it. it i'm sure it's the same ingredients it might even be this the exact same from like the 90s wow <laughs> like they might not have even gotten a different bag dude like <laughs> they found their staples like we talked about <laughs> like, this is this is a, my daughter was like this is gross they're like oh well, like, the kids are unhappy we'll give them this pizza <laughs> yeah yeah i was like i hand it over sweetheart yeah, no that's no that's so funny because yeah that those like the food pyramid was crazy mm-hmm. like do you I, I, you just, it just doesn't make any sense. I like, think that you was probably the don't only have any, yeah. nutritional education we got too. Probably why, like you mentioned before, like nobody taught us this. Like, no. Because they taught you the complete opposite. They were like, they yeah. Were like, no, you should actually eat as 50% of your diet should be bread. <laughs> right. And you're like, uh, <laughs> that's weird, dude. Is that right? right? <laughs> yeah, but no. you know, I mean, health and a lot of the research is just now coming out with a lot of these different foods and carbs and everything. And so it's, it's such a work in progress. I I don't think people realize that a lot of this research is still so new Uh, and like, it doesn't end up in the education system for years on end. Yeah. Same thing with doctors. And that's why they they aren't even familiar with a lot of the new research either. I think the yeah. statistic is like what for new new information to get into like medical school, it takes like 17 years or yeah, something. Yeah, because they really have to prove like they've yeah. got to know it. Yeah. Well same thing with business. So I went to business school 
and um, like digital marketing, for example, mm-hmm. like that, I, you would be so surprised taking a master's level digital marketing class. Like how cr- I'm like, dude, I looked at my professor when I was taking, I was like, dog, this is not work. I don't know. You need to update your curriculum, dude. Yeah. Cause like we actually tried this yesterday and my client got pissed at me cause we spent like two grand we wasted it. Right. <laughs> oh no. Like it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, I didn't do that, but <clears throat> because this is like, obviously this doesn't work. Right. And like social media, I always laugh at like college level social media cla- mm-hmm. marketing classes. Cause I'm like, dude, good luck, bro. Yeah. If this is what you're sticking with. It's not going to be the same in a year when these guys graduate. It's going to be totally different. Yeah. yeah, no, that's yeah, that's another industry that's growing or just changing so fast. Yeah, education no one can needs, keep up. <laughs> it, well, and education just needs a huge disruption. I actually made a post on this about. I made a post on LinkedIn about this, which is just like the future of education um, is just. I think the future of education is just freelancing. Mm. Like and just learning and like mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like networking. It's kind of it's a mix of like networking and like experience and like mentors and like finding, mm-hmm. I think what, and what's crazy is we kind of go full circle. Cause like, you know, not anytime when I was alive or anything, but you read in like the 1800s, early 1900s, mid 1900s, you have like the son did what the dad did. Like they had a vertical, like mm-hmm. we are farmers, like we are factory, you know, right. we do these things and we know these things and that's what we do. And then education came out and you're like, oh, I don't have to be a factory worker, right? Like I can go learn something different. And mm-hmm. and that's a beautiful thing, right? Um, and so then we like get into these very rigid like degrees. Uh-huh. And now we're kind of coming full circle, which is like, wow, you should just pick a mentor. I really right. want to learn that. Go down that road. Right. And then, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and just know that there's other things out there, but try a bunch of different things. I told my cousin, I was like, dude, he's like, I don't want to know what I want to study in school. I was like, well, then don't go. Yeah. Go on to like Udemy or YouTube Mm -hmm. and type in like whatever you want to learn about, learn the basics and then figure out, you know, yeah, Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. And the people that are self-driven to be able to do that, like do it. That is, yeah. (laughs) That's what I get pushback on is like, well, not everybody's meant to be freelancers. I'm like, I know, dude, obviously I don't have the right answer. Obviously it's not perfect. Right. (laughs) Like, damn dude. But like federally subsidized student loans is also not the answer. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like, yeah, I don't know. I could go on a rant about that, but anyway, but, but it's good though. But like one of the things you should go to school for is like health, you know, you Mm -hmm. really can't be (laughs) guessing on that, which is really cool. Yeah. Which is why I mentioned at the beginning, like that's pretty much the only coaches I bring on because they have something, Mm -hmm. they have some kind of education. They're not just like, Mm -hmm. this worked for me one time right yeah yeah i see that a lot with in like the coaching industry and and you know what like write a book like Mm -hmm. it helped you write a book find your tribe go Mm -hmm. go with your tribe but you know just thinking that that is the answer Mm -hmm. is i just think it's super dangerous like people thinking that that's the answer for everyone too yeah i mean i even kind of feel i feel like i experienced that a little bit too when i first started coaching before i had more experience because i you know would talk to my clients about all these different things but i was not aware of all of the individual differences that there could be and can um or that i guess exist Mm -hmm. and so it was really through working with i briefly worked in a naturopathic clinic um i was just like an office manager there but i had a lot of time to talk to the doctor yeah, you're kind of like rubbing learn, shoulders learn, yeah, yeah like learn about all these different things and then even now i'm in a network with other coaches and um other providers so nurse practitioners and mm-hmm. uh, mds and i learned so much from them just to make sure that you know what my clients are going through and what they're trying what their goals are you know are safe and you know it makes sense for them Mm -hmm. because i think a lot of coaches you know just think that the way that they did it is going to be appropriate for everyone well you brought up you do labs Mm -hmm. like you actually so what does that mean walk me through that yeah like draw blood or yeah so with the network that i work with uh um, yeah you mentioned that a few times you work with actual doctors so mm-hmm. you work your client comes to you and you work with 
different doctors. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I've never heard of that before. So that's really cool. Yeah. It's definitely a very new concept and I feel super lucky to be a part of it Mm -hmm. because having that provider kind of foundation is so important for me to do my job. Mm -hmm. I would never want to coach not having these resources anymore yeah that's i feel like that's a great way to do it. i wonder why more people don't like you work with doctors uh red tape it's hard it's is hard, it hard to i bet the legality is yeah, yeah that's that's true yeah yeah, yeah. but i mostly work with um, a nurse practitioner she's based in arizona but she's able to order labs for my clients and then she evaluates the lab work and creates a treatment plan typically with some supplement recommendations dietary recommendations things like that and then you take that and add to it and then yeah i, impl- I help them implement it okay. uh, you know it's like kind of troubleshooting like the diet taking the supplements how they feel you know and And then do you work with the doctor like hey i'm talking to the client and the client you know i I don't know if we're working on this yeah if there's anything that comes up specifically i talk to our provider and be like hey do we need to adjust this do we need to you know increase this what do you think you know if they're experiencing symptoms and is that just because like nobody wants to go to the doctor every week so they're like it's too expensive. Or, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Co-pays Do you think you could afford going to your doctor every week? Yeah. No, that'd be nuts. I mean, I guess if you have an, if you have insurance stuff, but yeah, but, yeah, still. But also, the doctor is still not maybe not educated on the nutrition side, on or, the yeah. even the psych- psychological side of it, the mindset work, the yeah. really helping your client create that lifestyle change. Yeah, that could, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Because actually, I made a joke earlier, but actually the best health advice I feel like I ever got was like diets die. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not like I had somebody tell me like, don't go on a diet. Like it's never going to work. Like yeah. you need to like actually change. And like, yeah, she said, make a lifestyle change. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that works. And that's way easier said than done. For sure. For sure. Yeah. We were <laughs> at wrestling practice this morning. Coach kept saying, uh, he's like, it's simple, not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's simple not easy right yeah. yeah pretty much everything that i do as a coach right it's simple yeah but it's not easy yeah this is gonna this is gonna suck yeah <laughs> i just don't yeah i tell my wrestler yeah my son that especially i'm like you're gonna get hurt like, this is not gonna be fun are you still want to do it he's like yep all right yeah yeah but that's true that's true well thank you so much rachel thanks yeah. for being here before i let you go tell everybody where they can find you your website how they get a hold of you all that good stuff yeah so i'm just rachel claire dot hhc on instagram that's where i do most of my posting um i also have a facebook page under that name and then my website is rachel claire hhc.com cool. uh really simple we'll keep that but, on the notes but thank you so much yeah this was great thanks for having me sure